Support for this broadcast of Two Rivers 30 Minutes comes in part from a grant from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monyoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Someone who has emerged recently, um, I first encountered him on Facebook, is Tyler Gedman. He is a young artist from Duquesne, Pennsylvania. He has a show. Uh, he's going to be displaying his paintings at CCAC South Campus. We're going to get details on that in just a moment. But he's painting from life, and most of what he's painting from life are scenes from around his hometown of Duquesne, often landscape scenes and scenes of neighborhoods. Uh, good morning, Tyler. Good morning, Jason. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for taking some time to talk with uh, me because um, your work is kind of blowing up online locally. Tell us, first of all, about uh, the exhibit that is going to be underway right now, actually, as people are hearing this, at CCAC South Campus in West Mifflin. Yes, it's at, like what you said, CCAC South Campus, right in the mezzanine and trophy cases on the main level there. And it, the, it's open now to the public, um, so you could just go in the uh, building on campus and see it. I think the hours, the campus hours are like Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. But they also have night classes. So those hours, I just copied them from what they post on their website. Mm-hmm. But since there's night classes, I think you could still go in after. I think about probably till like 10 o'clock, you could go in and see the work. And then there will be a, on Thursday, December 16th from 6 to 8, I, I think they planned a small artist reception. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would be there and I'll, I'll talk about the work and get to meet some people. It's very interesting. Save that information because we will repeat it uh, a little bit later on uh, in the broadcast for for folks who maybe are in the car or something and, and aren't able to jot something down right away. Tyler Gedman is our guest. Approximately how many paintings uh, will you have on exhibit up at CCAC? Uh, 70. There's 70 paintings, and there's a big uh, sculpture of a chimpanzee I did for a 3D design class a couple years ago, um, and we put that up there, too. Are, are all of the paintings up at CCAC, are they all landscapes, or are there portraits as well? There's a couple portraits. Uh, there's a self-portrait of my myself. Um, they're mostly landscapes. Uh, there's about 30 that I did of Duquesne, because I'm working on a series of Duquesne paintings. And then there's some that I, I did in the Mon Valley, like Braddock and McKee Sports, some in West Mifflin. Um, so I'm really focusing on, like, the areas of the Mon Valley right now. Tell me a little bit about yourself. You, I, I said you were young, and I hope that it was not meant as disparaging at all, but, but you are relatively young. When did you graduate from high school? Yeah, I graduated 2018, so I'm 21 years old right okay. now. And are you currently attending CCAC? I technically graduated last semester with my associate's degree, mm-hmm. um, but I remain to take a few more painting courses before uh, furthering my education at uh, another college. This is one of the few occasions when I'm I'm sorry that we're not on video, <laughs> that we're only on the radio, yeah. uh, because it, it would be so good to be able to show people um, what your paintings uh look like um many of your many of the works and i assume most of the works that are on exhibit up at ccac are from around the area they are 
oftentimes uh, abandoned houses. Why is that? Yeah. What, what, what has attracted you to those? I grew up my whole life in Duquesne, and uh, you start to grow up and you start to see how much changes around you. And I, I was attracted to the abandoned houses just because, um, you know, my work, a lot of people, like, compare me to, like, that Linda Barnicott, that Pittsburgh painter. Yeah. And she does a lot of, like... I always called her, like, the Thomas Kincaid meets Pittsburgh. It's very, like, beautiful uh, p- picture postcard, like, Pittsburgh scenes and with the rainbows and yeah. uh, Wood and that kind of stuff. And that works great, but something, something that, like, attracted me to um, painting was I wanted to paint the things that people don't necessarily like to see or that they don't want to see. And so I saw these abandoned houses, and uh, in a way, they're beautiful. Like, you're there, and you you could see that there was a life here at one time, and now you're the only one there. And the world has moved on, and there's a sense that they've been, like, left behind. Um, that, that, that could be said for, like, the entire Mon Valley. Um, and there's something peaceful about that, I find. And we're talking with Tyler Gedman. Uh, Tyler, do you have a website that people can go to check out your work? Yes, it's TylerGedman.com, T-Y-L-E-R-G-E-D-M-A-N.com. We're we're talking with uh, Tyler, is an artist who lives in Duquesne. He is a graduate, I believe, of Sarah Catholic in McKeesport? I am, yes. As as well as uh, CCAC, and he has an exhibition at CCAC South Campus up on Clareton Boulevard in West Mifflin, and I believe you said a reception is going to be held on the evening of December 16th. do, Do you know if people need to RSVP? for that reception or is it open to the public it's open to the public they they want to be careful because they're still it's a school and they have covid yep. um covid regulations in yep. but uh we just you have to be masked for sure and okay. we're just going to try to remain socially distant okay um with everybody who comes i want to learn a little bit more about how you were first exposed to art and how you became interested in painting. You, you said you were born and raised in Duquesne. Are there artists in your family? Mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, aunts, uncles? Kind of. Um, my grandmother was a painter. She did uh, some like still life mm-hmm. paintings like that. Not not too seriously. Um, but my, uh, that's my grandmother on my father's side of the family. And on my mother's side of the family, my uh, grandfather there, he uh, and his my grandfather and my great-grandfather, so his dad, they both built houses in Duquesne. Oh. And they drew blueprints and built houses. So I kind of feel like some of that rubbed off on me. And I, my grandfather on my father's side of the family was a plasterer artist. Okay. So there's, there's a bunch of, like, uh, occupations in my family that are not, like, uh, that you would would be the definition of an artist, but occupations that uh, have, like, the same techniques and uh, mindset that an artist would have to have. That are craft uh, crafts that you, you perfect over time and over iteration. Correct. And, and that, that some people have a natural aptitude for. When did you first begin drawing or painting or sketching? I mean, most of us, probably when we're old enough to hold a crayon, we we try drawing, but not all of us are very good at it. Yeah, that that was the case with me. Probably around the age of five, okay. I showed interest in drawing. I would draw, like, uh, I'd have action figures, and I'd pose them, and I'd draw them, or I would 
put tray some paper up against the TV and yeah. pause whatever movie I was watching and draw like the character on the screen. So I would I would do that, and my parents saw saw that in me, and uh, they had me uh, take courses at the Pittsburgh Center for the Arts okay. starting at the age of five. So I did that for like years, and I did that in the summer. Um, so it was something that always came natural to me, and being that I was so young. I just did it because I enjoyed it. Like, I had no, um, uh, I was never worried about, like, if other people thought it was good. Mm -hmm. I just did it because I liked it. And when I went to school, that was how I made friends. Like, um, kids would see me draw something, and, like, it's that funny story. Like, um, whenever the teacher tells you to pick partners for this, uh, assignment everybody and it's like a poster or something everybody wants to be the art person's partner <laughs> and that was the case that was definitely the case with me well that's how I ended up becoming a writer because everybody wanted me to write the report at the end of the project uh, right, we, right. We, we, we have to take a short break when we come back I want to talk a little bit more about your method which is called plain air painting and also ask you about who some of your influences have been okay sure uh, Tyler Gedman is our guest this morning he lives in Duquesne he's a graduate of uh, Sarah Catholic High School in McKeesport and Community College of Allegheny County, and he'll have a show coming up. Actually, the show, the exhibition is underway right now at CCAC South Campus in West Mifflin, but there is a reception where you can meet Tyler coming up on December 16th. As Tyler said, it will be social distancing and masks will be required. Broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes on Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, and Tube City Online Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Support for this broadcast comes from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. Since 1866, Striffler's has provided compassionate professional memorial services for families in White Oak, McKeesport, Dravosburg, Portview, and the surrounding areas. Striffler's offers comprehensive pre-planning services and aftercare. And through its affiliated company, Design Monuments, Striffler's also provides permanent markers and memorials crafted in stone, bronze, and other high-quality materials. Learn more at strifflers.com or call 412-678-6191. You mentioned before we took the break that you took classes at the Pittsburgh Center for the Arts. Um, Were were you encouraged as well uh, once you got to high school? Because I I will tell a little story on myself. Um, I had an art teacher at Sarah Catholic many years ago by the name of uh, Sister Dorothy Ransel, and Sister Dorothy, I took summer classes with her, um, and, and I never got to your level of painting, but um, she was a great encouragement to me. Were, were you encouraged uh, at school as well? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I took art all four years at um, Sarah Catholic, and my art teacher's name was Miss Momich, and she was a wonderful art teacher. And uh, it actually got to the point where I was pretty much painting the musicals uh, while I was a student at high school, painting the scenery. Mm-hmm. And even after I graduated, I, I went back to Sarah and did that for a few years, um, painting the musical for the music department and the marching band. If they needed a backdrop, I'd also paint that for them. Who, who have some of your influences been as painters? Who, who are some painters whose work uh, you have admired, either living or deceased? Um. A couple famous ones would be, obviously, Edward Hopper, just yeah. from the isolated feeling he has in his paintings and the light and shadow. And Andrew Wyatt, uh-huh. because Andrew Wyatt was a painter who, he was known for painting his not going to, like, 
places and around the world to do paintings, but paintings where he lived um, and the world that he knew. And he was from Pennsylvania, as a matter of fact. Correct, yeah. yeah. And he had a summer home in Maine that he did some paintings up there. So those guys, uh, that they painted their life, and they painted, they tried to find new meaning in the common things that they saw. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm also inspired by a few local artists, like uh, Bill Fall is one of, uh, he's also a plein air artist of Pittsburgh, and Ron Donahue, painter in Lawrenceville, he he just actually completed a project, the uh, 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 Mon Valley. And he painted, I think, 70 paintings up and down from Brownsville to Braddock. We, I was going to ask you about Ron Donahue because he's been on this program. Uh, we've had him on the show. Have you both met and compared techniques? Oh, yes. Yeah, I've taken a couple workshops that he, um, he's such a wonderful painter and human being to be around. And it's so in, has, I, I'm so inspired by the work that he makes and how how his worth ethic and how much he paints. I mean, he's just a wonderful artist, and Pittsburgh's lucky to have him. You mentioned Andrew Wyeth, who, again, was from Pennsylvania. A lot of his scenes were more pastoral, but certainly the same kind of isolation uh, feeling sometimes that, that some of your work has. And also you mentioned Edward Hopper, that for the average person, they might best know him for the painting Nighthawks, uh, which has been widely reproduced on uh posters it's a it's a painting showing a, a diner or a corner coffee shop uh with a couple of very yeah. isolated lonely looking people in it at night um many people have seen that painting it's also been imitated uh many times by movies and, and tv shows uh mm-hmm. what 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 attracts you from hopper or, or what have you learned from studying uh the paintings of edward hopper first of all the, the technical thing is the light and shadow application that he that he was able to achieve in his work. But with me doing these paintings of the Mon Valley and Duquesne, there's already an isolated mm-hmm. feeling of them. And I, I, I drive up and down the streets of Duquesne, and I see, and I see these houses and stuff, and I'm like, that looks like an Edward Hopper painting. And then I was like, I should really paint that. <laughs> and he's just... He's an American artist, and he, he was somebody who I think, um, I don't know, really struggled in his life with whether it be anxiety or depression, mm-hmm. but was able to communicate that in a way that so many other people can relate to. Let me ask you a, a weird question, but hopefully it won't be too weird, and that is, does do you ever get sad? I mean, because there's a lot of emotion that comes through in your paintings. Does it ever make you feel sad or isolated when you're working on a a, a painting of, of of an abandoned house? Yeah, it, some of them do make me sad. Like, there was a house that was burnt up that I painted, and, you know, it's I'm, I'm always wary of painting things like that because, I, I mm-hmm. mean, I don't want to paint something that ruins somebody's life or to yeah. remind them of that. But there's also something beautiful about that, that um, it's still standing there, and it's something that... Uh, the world has moved on, and there was a, a building that burnt down in Duquesne a, a couple summers ago, and I went over there the next day, and I painted the aftermath from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do make me sad sometimes, but always when I'm done with them, I, I believe that this work, there's something that this, there's something that this work is showing to people that... um 
that is worthwhile, I think. Um, so the sadness always goes away in the end, but it's sometimes in the moment, yeah, I'm definitely yeah. sad. We're talking with Tyler Gedman. He is an artist, uh, painter in Duquesne. Uh, you can find his website at tylergedman.com. Some of his paintings actually are for sale up there on his website. There is an exhibition ongoing right now in the mezzanine area of CCAC South Campus. About 70 of his paintings are on display, and there will be a reception on December 16th where you can meet Tyler uh, if you would like to. Um, we have another break coming up, but I want to talk a little bit about this this idea of plain air painting, which Ron Donahue, uh, when he was a guest, uh, is also a plain air painter. And it basically means that you're doing something out in the field from real life. You're not painting from a picture. That must be a little difficult. I mean, you've got probably people looking over your shoulder. You've got birds and bugs and, and whatever else. Uh, how do you zone those things out and just paint? It's a challenge. It took a while to get used to that. Um there's there's something about uh, painting on location versus painting a photograph that that I find attract that I'm attracted to. Mm-hmm. Um, I always feel like there's a special feeling of accomplishment when I finish a painting on location versus a photograph. And even I, I always find like when I'm working on location, even if the painting comes out crappy, mm-hmm. I don't like it. The the experience is always pleasant. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I was a Boy Scout, and I, I, uh, I like being outside and being outdoors. And really, being outdoors, uh, I don't view that as a waste of time at all. No matter what you're doing. Yeah, do you work in oil or acrylic or all oil? Okay. I, I did acrylic painting when I was younger, and when I did uh, stuff at Sarah, it was all uh, acrylic painting. But uh, oil painting for working outside with the dry time, drying time. Uh, is the way to go. I've only ever really worked in um, uh, acrylic or uh, uh, different water-based medium. What do you like about the oil? You mentioned drying time, for instance. Does that give you a chance to to rework? Does it give you a depth of color? What does it give you? Um, well, with like an oil paint, if, with an oil painting, if um if you do something and you don't like it, you could wipe it away or mm-hmm. scrape it off or. Uh, uh, wipe an area out of the painting that you don't like with acrylic painting it gets to a point where it dries so fast uh that you would have to paint over top of it mm-hmm. and just like the technical application of the paint i like too like an oil painting it has more of like a, a velvety feeling mm-hmm. uh when you uh have the paint on the paintbrush and you're smearing it across the canvas which i like that you don't really get from acrylic for mm-hmm. some reason um and it's it. I was always attracted to it because it's what the main guys did. Like mm-hmm. it's what Monet used. It's what Edward Hopper used. It's what Van Gogh used. Um, so it, it, there's something like official feeling about it. I think. Let's pause right there. When we come back, I want to ask you about some of the reactions you get from the public. I I recognize uh, several of the buildings uh, that you have painted, for instance, very well. Um, Shinks Hardware being one of them. I'm a frequent customer over there. Um, So I want to ask about uh, some of the reaction that you get from people and also what tips you would have uh, if somebody hears this and and they themselves would like to get into art. Okay? Okay. Tyler Gedman is our guest for a few more minutes. You can find his portfolio online at Tyler 
gedman.com. He's got a show ongoing right now at CCAC South Campus in West Mifflin. He is an artist who lives in Duquesne. He's a graduate of Sarah Catholic High School and CCAC. There will be a reception at CCAC South on December 16th. From the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes. We'll be back in 30 seconds to wrap things up. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Right now, how long uh, is your show? Continues through the holidays, correct? Yes, it goes until mid-January. Okay. Uh, sometime in mid-January it will come down. So that'd be a good if you've got relatives coming in from out of town, uh, and you can get up there while CCAC South, when the buildings are open during uh, business hours, uh, might be something that they want to take a look at up there at South Campus. What are your career plans? Are, are you planning to specialize in fine art? Are you thinking of uh, commercial art as well? Uh, are you working in digital media? I'm just curious what the career path is now. Um, that's a good question. Uh I've been starting to dabble with teaching, and that, yep. that was something that I didn't think I would be that interested in mm-hmm. when I when I first started. But uh, I've been teaching at uh, St. Teresa in Munhall now for a mm-hmm. couple months, being their substitute teacher. It started as the art teacher gig because um, the art teacher had to go out for um, health reasons. Uh, but she came back, and then they moved me around to wherever they need me. So I did like music class and gym class, and teaching was something that. It's it, my, like my mom's a teacher, and I have a couple other teachers in my family, and uh, it's something that I'm starting to get interested in. Um, but I also, at one point in my life, I think I would like to be a full-time professional artist. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so wherever, I don't know what, they tell you when you enter the arts world that there's not one direct path. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of figure out which way what works for you, and that's 100% true. We have barely even touched on the fact that you also do some three-dimensional art, some sculpture. Uh, what media do you work in uh, when you're doing sculpture? Yeah, I, I, I did a lot of sculptures in clay. Mm-hmm. There's only one sculpture at the show at CCAC, and it's it's completely made out of cardboard and hot glue. So it, <laughs> two I of my favorite media, I... actually, if you go down to my workshop, two of my favorite media all over the floor. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I kind of dumpster dove and got Amazon boxes and <laughs> uh-huh. stuff, and yeah. I made this uh, uh, like recycled sculpture. Uh, l- l- let me ask you this. Do you take commissions? Have, have folks commissioned you to, hey, I'd like you to paint my mom's house or my grandma's house? Or Oh, yeah. I, especially this time of year around uh-huh. the holidays, I get so many. And it's impossible to get to them all. Like uh-huh. I kind of feel bad sure. because um, some people uh, – really get uh attached to like their house or whether it be like a house in duquesne that's now nobody lives in it and would like me to paint it um so i usually tell them i'll put it on my list and uh (laughs) the the ones that um pay me i I usually uh get to them pretty quick you you, uh how long does it take how large are most of your paintings we're talking eight by ten uh 12 by 9, uh, what size do you generally work at? Yeah, they're fairly a, a small size. Okay. Like, I do some 8 by 10s and a lot of 9 by 12s, mm-hmm. 11 by 14s. Um, and those are, like, all the Duquesne ones. Yeah. Because uh, you can't go on location and paint something, like, big because you just don't have enough time. Right. Uh, 
So sometimes what I do is I'll take the small one and I'll increase the scale using like a grid method um, and uh, paint it on like a, a three foot by four foot canvas. Yeah. Um, there's one in the show that I did of the uh, smokestacks done at the waterfront in Homestead. Um, that's a large piece. And you generally are working on canvas or not hardboard or, or some other material? Uh, for the big ones, it's generally all canvas or stretched linen. Um, the, the small, like, 9 by 12s and 8 by 10s I just uh, go to, like, Home Depot and get um, Baltic birch panels, and uh -huh. I, I have them cut down, and I just slack. Okay. Um, or the ground and I paint on top of that. Well, and how long does it take to complete, let's say, an 8x10 painting that you're painting on location? Um, a couple hours. Yeah. Probably like two or three hours um, it takes me to do the painting uh, right there on location. Or sometimes I have to take it home and finish from a photograph. Um, but I'd say two, two or three hours. I, I mentioned I recognize definitely some of the houses that you have painted. You've got a painting on your website, I think, of St. Agnes School in West Mifflin, uh, a bunch of churches that I recognize, Jim's Hot Dogs, uh, up on Skyline yeah. Drive in West Mifflin, which is kind of a local landmark. Do, do people ever come out and uh, ask, hey, what are you doing? What, what are you painting? I, I mean, and, and, and what yeah. are their reactions when they find out you're, you're painting their house or you're painting their, their church or their, their business? Yeah, it's... It's always different reactions. Like there was one time I was painting a building, and the person said, "That's um, that's that." I never looked at that building, but that is kind of like a cold building. And uh, as soon as they said that, I was like, "That's the point of this work um, <laughs> to show to show people what you what you the common the beauty and commonplace things that uh, we get like desensitized to as we grow up." Do, do you ever see yourself leaving Duquesne and, and going to some other part of the country or some other part of the world to to continue the work? I think eventually. Uh, I, the, I heard a, a metaphor one time that uh, uh, that I'm, I like to grow where I'm planted, okay. and that is very true right now. Because even, like, I've been doing the Duquesne paintings for the last year and a half, and I've seen things that I've not seen my whole life, and I lived in Duquesne my whole life. Yeah. So it's, it's like I'm seeing things for the first time. What, what is your advice? Uh, you said your parents encouraged you when they saw you, you know, tracing uh, things that they saw of the TV or, or, or arranging uh, objects to, to do uh, still lifes. What, what's your advice if somebody, um, they themselves feel they have some artistic talent or their niece, nephew, grandson, granddaughter, son or daughter has some talent? What, what's your advice for them? Where should they start out at? Well, I'll say this story that I, 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 I read it one time. Uh, the filmmaker Robert Rodriguez, mm -hmm. uh, he, I guess, was teaching a, a film school or something, and he uh, he goes into class, and there's all these uh, students that are there to to learn how to become filmmakers, and he walks into the door of the class, and the first question he asks the, the students are, who in here wants to be a filmmaker? And everybody's hand, hand goes up because they're in, like, a film school. Mm -hmm. Then he says something like, you all failed. But then they were all like looking around, like why, why, why do you say that? And he said, be, "To be a filmmaker, you have to believe you're a filmmaker, and uh, whether that means uh, like uh, get a business card with your name and then put filmmaker underneath it, and then kind of fake it until you make it, the kind of deal there." Um, and I think that's true for an artist. Like uh, nobody, there's no degree that says you're going to be an artist or there's there's no like 
set of skills that you have to have or you have to you have to have these classes. It's not like being a doctor or being like a lawyer or something like that. And that's that. I think that's the beautiful thing about being an artist. And uh, just to believe, like to believe in your work and to make make good stuff. I think it was Duke Ellington maybe who said uh, somebody asked him, "How do you know if something is good music?" And if he he said, "If it sounds good, it is good." And uh, that kind of yeah. sounds like uh, if you if you think you're an artist, you're you're an artist. Um, Tyler Gedman has been our guest. You can check out his website at tylergedman.com. You can see his uh, work in person now through the middle of January at South Campus uh, of, Car- of Community College of Allegheny County. That's up on Clareton Boulevard in West Mifflin. Campus hours are 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Masks are required for entry into the building. There will be a reception where you can meet Tyler on Thursday, December 16th from 6 until 8 p.m. And uh, he does have items for sale on his website. Tyler, uh, c- congratulations on, on the show. And uh, good luck. I, I look forward to seeing uh, more of your work as you continue these paintings. Thank, thank you so much, Jason, for having me on the show. And thank you all for listening this week to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at tubecityonline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, McKeesport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.